everyone to the Inspirational Businesswoman Show. This is Virginia Parsons, your host, and you are here at a great resource for getting inspirational tips, strategies, and advice to help you grow your business from inspirational businesswomen in the know. And today's topic is all about overcoming adversity as a female entrepreneur featuring Alexia Schluter. We'll be getting started right after the preview. Businesswoman Show. I'm your host, Virginia Parsons, and I'm thrilled that you're taking the time to be here today because I know that your time is valuable. We'd love to hear from you. Go ahead and comment where you're viewing from. That would be terrific. And make sure that you just add any comments about the terrific topic we're having today because we really love your feedback and your input. And that is whether or not you're here with us live or in replay mode. We do want to hear from you. Now, today's show is sponsored by Hangout-Marketing.com, where you can receive a complimentary live stream broadcasting assessment. You know, if you take this assessment and only take a couple of minutes, it will help you learn how to get yourself out there, how to gain and increase your visibility as the go-to expert in your niche. So go ahead and take advantage of that. All you have to do is text pound success to 775 8004179 or if you happen to be out of the United States just go to hangout-marketing.com to take advantage of that. Let's get into the show itself. I'm looking forward to introducing you to Alexia Schluter. She's a software marketing engineer. She is a traffic genius and she is founder of Alternative Health Digital. Now today she's going to be getting kind of personal in a way that's going to help you, the viewer, learn how you can overcome adversity as a female entrepreneur. Or, of course, as a male entrepreneur, it all applies, doesn't it? So we've got three great subtopics that she is going to share with you today. The first is how to respond to family resistance. Has anyone had any family resistance around starting and growing a business? If you have, you want to listen carefully. She's got some great tips for you. Also, how does one overcome financial challenges to get your business up and running? She's going to be discussing that as well. And finally, she's going to share with you how to drive traffic to income-boosting offers. 
Now, Alexia has had quite a background herself in growing her business. So we're going to let her tell her story. Alexia, come on in and say hi to our audience. Hello, everyone. This is Alexia. We love having you here, Alexia, and I've been enjoying working with you over the past several weeks as we got ready for this show and also doing a challenge with you, which was great fun. So it's really nice when I can interview someone I've had a chance to get to know. So let's start with a little bit about your background, how you struggled and where you are today, and what was a defining moment in your actually building a really good profitable business? Well, first of all, I want to thank you, Virginia, for having me on the show. And my background is in computer science, engineering, and marketing. Back in the turn of the century, the 20th to 21st century, I was able to score engineering contracts doing marketing for very large corporations, building enterprise software and growing large corporations data and revenue streams from 10 million to 30 million in less than six months. Wow, that's fabulous. That's, that's a huge accomplishment all in itself. So let's take the story on from there. Well, as you can see, I'm a mature lady and I was very blessed to have a daughter late in life. I had my daughter when I was 44 years old. Yeah. So it became clear after that, that it was important for me to reestablish my uh, financial uh, stability and start back into engineering, marketing, contracting. And so happily in 2016, I opened up my business, Alternative Health Digital. Everything was going great the first month and then wowie kapowie, I got sued. I got sued by the bank because I was in so much debt prior to opening my company. And I landed with a judgment against me for $20,000 six weeks into opening up shop. Six weeks? Oh my God. That, that had to be devastating for you, just getting started. <sighs> I can't even begin to tell you that if it weren't for the members of my community, my business community, I would have folded. It was just overwhelming to be challenged so financially so early on. So I knew immediately I had to re-strategize. Okay, so that's a key part, you know, we love to share strategies with our viewers and obviously that had to be a huge strategy that you had to shift through. Go ahead. I was not expecting to be sued by the bank. I was expecting to just pay them every month, um, you know, but for whatever reason, I ended up with a judgment against me for $20,000. So here's how I got creative. First of all, I didn't back down. It's a bank. A bank has money. 
I could, I knew I could always negotiate with the bank. So I hired a very special debt collection attorney and he negotiated with the bank, even after the judgment had been served against me. And he brought that debt way, way down to like 40% of the original debt, put up a payment plan for me. And within six months of negotiating with the attorney, my credit score just went way up. And now all of a sudden other banks were offering me money to open my company. Well, I know we're going to get into the details of that a little further later on. Um, I think that's such an important point that, you know, you took care of this by going to a traditional financial institution. So now you took this into the next stage. Do you want to discuss this as we go into the hot topics? Or do you want to put a little bit more in here as to what was the most defining moment for you to make the leap into success that you said took, what, about 18 months to do? Yeah, it took about 18 months to pay off the debt and reestablish my credit and get the banks to loan me the money to open up shop. That whole process took about 10 months and then six months of opening up shop. I was already starting to, you know, move into profit mode. So this is the point that I would like to make to the ladies and the guys. Don't give up. It might seem impossible. I mean, $20,000, the first thought in my mind was, how am I going to come up with this? But when you have a service and you perform a service for others as your business, people and businesses and banks are going to come from out of the blue to support you because they believe in you and you believe in yourself. Absolutely. Uh, I remember when I started one of my earlier businesses, I did this with my partner and now lifelong friend. And that's exactly what we did. We went to the bank to get um, actually a line of credit to get ourselves started. So I know we're going to be talking about that in a moment, but right. let's start first because you had some real resistances from the family. And that is not unusual for anyone who is, um, you know, a startup entrepreneur, I know. Especially, let's talk about it from the female perspective. Yes, I have an unusual situation, which is that, um, unfortunately, my daughter's father passed. He's deceased. And he's been gone for many years. So, I knew I didn't have a backup plan. And my family, my relatives, and my daughter had gotten used to the concept of being a 100% full-time dedicated mom. So when I announced to my family in 2016 that I was going into business because my daughter was now just moving from elementary to middle school, so she was more mature. When I first announced that I was opening up shop, the first thing everybody said was, how can you be a mom and be a business owner at the same time? You're going to neglect your family responsibilities and stuff. And I, I responded and I said, being financially stable and having financial stability for 
me and my daughter is being a good parent. Boy, did that stop them complaining. They're like, well, you know, you're right. You're going to be putting together education, college funds, all kind of stuff. So I have to admit the family was shocked at first. They're like, how can you handle it? Now let's talk about my daughter. Let's talk about family dynamics with children, especially for women entrepreneurs. Okay, my daughter was accustomed to having my full attention. And this is a true story. The very first time I went on my workstation and I published an actual piece of content, she was literally screaming like three feet from where I'm sitting right now in my ear, mommy, mommy, stop, get off the computer. It was so, so shocking for her to see me paying attention to the machine and not her. And oh boy, it was three weeks of sitting down and listening. I'm gonna tell late you ladies, the first thing that I needed to do before I ever, ever disciplined her or talked about myself was to listen to her, listen to her concerns. She was so afraid that mommy was gonna leave her behind because she was working all the time. And I just sat her down and consoled her. I said, I'm here, I'm here. to explain to her how having financial stability was going to add to the quality of her life that she was gonna we were gonna get an office I mean I kind of had to let her know ahead of time before I collected the benefits and the results financially of owning the company to let her know that things were totally on the up and up then when she saw me at the computer, she realized it was for her benefit that I wasn't ignoring her. That's just so important. And you know, uh, as a single mom in particular, I think you really have to address that because they need to be assured that you're going to be there for them. So the fact that you listened and you paid attention to her needs uh, is so important so that you could then relax and focus going forward. So yeah, I think you did it in the right order. <laughs> I have to be honest, initially I was stumped. I actually went to the principal at the school. I talked one-on-one -on -one with the principal at the school because I was totally stumped. So I really utilized the counseling resources at the school get my strategy together. And it was hilarious because the school principal, he's just up there laughing. He's like, I hear this all the time. Moms are ready to go back to work. The kids are having a meltdown. He's like, this is totally normal, ladies. I want you to know it is totally, totally normal for your kids to just be like in shock initially. Yeah. I mean, especially when your role had been a, a stay-at-home mom. You were oh, yeah. the stable one in the family as far as what she could count on. So I can appreciate you had some issues to deal with. 
Were there any other family issues that might be helpful to our viewers that you overcame in addition to that? Well, right now I am not a spouse with a romantic partner, but I have friends in the community and they are always talking about a very similar dynamic with the spouse. And once again, it comes down to the insecurity and abandonment issue of the spouse that they're afraid all of a sudden the business is going to be more important than them. Don't ever put your business before family and let your spouse, your partner, you know, let them know, I'm here for you. I'm here for you. I'm not abandoning you. Our success is guaranteed and we're doing it together. Well, in addition, uh, that takes some of the financial burden off the spouse. So the, as long as yeah. you can work together and coordinating your schedules and taking care of the family issues and all the responsibilities, which for sure is a juggling act, you know you're going to end up with more spousal support than um, being undermined. Although there are those issues that where once in a while the spouse is insecure about the other's success. And of course, those are dynamics we're not going to get into here today. Right. <laughs> they definitely can be issues. Well, let's move on to overcoming the financial challenges because starting a new business as an entrepreneur, particularly a female entrepreneur, and the financial side of it, I think you've got some really critical points to expand upon that you already started on. So go ahead. Ladies in business, there are three critical elements of success and you are guaranteed as long as you have all of them. First of all, you need a product. When we're dealing with service-based companies like doctors or assistants or people, dating coaches, health coaches, we perform a service. We're not just selling widgets. Okay. So in order to package yourself, because you are the service that takes professional packaging. Okay. So the first thing you want to do is to create your program, your product, and then it, it needs to be packaged as a consumable for market so that people can buy it, understand what's inside of it, and of course, you have the delivery so that they can receive it, okay? It's not just about, I have the greatest thing. It's about the presentation and the service delivery. So that's where uh, professional marketing services come in to help you package it so that your people can buy it. Second of all, of course, is marketing and advertising. And that's pretty much self-explanatory. Um, if you rely on referrals, that's a good way to get started. But as soon as you want to increase your revenue stream, of course, you want to reinvest some of your profit into the cost of growing your company because this investment will pay off and grow and grow and grow. And this is how you become a six your company in a matter of months is by investing a very dedicated and very normal percentage of your revenue stream, which is normally 10% of 
of your revenue stream should be dedicated towards marketing and advertising for future. And the third critical element, of course, is you've got to have the time and the money to open your business. So here I am, I'm opening up shop. I've got my product. I'm a professional marketer, so I'm good on that. And then of course, I mentioned I had a personal problem where all my financial resources were drained. So how do you overcome that? You get creative, you get creative, you utilize resources in your community. You don't settle for defeat. Remember the banks are machines. They want to lend money to good, secure people. So build up your credit and don't be afraid to borrow the money to open up your business. Yes, <laughs> don't be afraid to borrow money. It's, it's intimidating and sometimes people don't have what they need to borrow the money, you know, or they have to go get something that's going to help collateralize it. So I, I get it. I think also, you know, investing 10% in your, in your cash flow back into your business is, is a fairly small amount and yes. certainly should be very doable. And so I, I appreciate that. Where do you suggest, and I know it varies per individual and for who their audience, who the audience is that they're reaching, but where do you suggest investing that 10%? Usually I would begin with product development or your program development, because ultimately your package and your service that's gonna be sold um, the more quality and the more time you put into producing the packaging and the program, doing the market research, not rushing toward profit making is going to help you develop a package and a program that is going to be super easy to sell because you've done the, the research in advance to find out what is the demand that your followers have for your service. They also will notice, I mean, they really, really notice that you've taken the time to slowly and gently get to know them and understand what are the unique, very specific industry problems that you are serving and addressing. And you'll start to notice industry trends where almost everybody that you want or need to serve has a very similar problem. And that's how you know you've honed into your problem, the problem that you want to solve that you sell to your clients. You will you will have enormous success spending the time doing your market research and taking the time to get to know your client before you offer them the package. And you will have spent the time developing your program, putting it in a beautiful wrapping and presentation mode and having it ready to send to them. So your sales system 
and process is almost seamless. Now, this is very good for startups, for people who are new, who are beginning. Once you have released your product and you have started to generate revenue, that's when you want to put aside your 10% for marketing because now we're getting into lead generation and multiplying and scaling your business so that you can just, just bring in sales, bring in money. It's all done from a place of a foundation of understanding and communicating in a way that the person who wants to receive help from you really understands that you get them. Yeah, you're making some really valuable points, Alexia. Do the market research. Know who your ideal customer or client is. And from there, develop packages around what their needs and their pain points are. Uh, you know, that's just sort of foundational, isn't it? Although some people kind of rush into just getting out there without doing, without taking the time to do that research. But what you're saying is once you've done that research and you've come up with beautiful packaging, now you're in a position to actually drive traffic to it, which is what brings us to our third point, or our third hot topic, and that is how to drive traffic to boost your income. And so let's talk about that because you um, actually even have a school that's starting all around traffic boosting. So yep. I know everyone wants to know, once they've done the research, once they've gone through figuring out who their ideal customer is and they've put together a beautiful package, how do we get it in front of people? And that's always an important factor for me. And I know you can't give the whole course here, but let's <laughs> give some key points, some key strategies that people can take home and take action on today. That's one of my uh, goals with this show. Go ahead. All right. So let's face it, the key in traffic driving is to have a motivating force to get the person on the other side of the computer screen to take an action. Essentially, you want them to hit a button so that they can go farther into your uh, technological process, whatever it is. And this is the part where you get to be creative, okay? Putting up a post that has great value in it isn't the same as a magnet. A magnet is a call to action. A magnet includes a destination, a link where you're trying to send someone. And this is why we call it traffic and why we talk about it so much like cars is you want to be able to move a lead, essentially a person, over to another platform. And they'll do it. You can send them anywhere you want. You can send them to your Facebook group. You can send them to your landing page. You could send them to your website. You could send them to an article that you would like them to view. It's endless possibilities where to send them. But guess what? They're not going to hit that button. They're not going to go there. 
unless your magnet is compelling. All right. So how do you create a compelling magnet? Once again, this goes back to your market research. And this is assuming now that you have people in your following. The magnet must have this initial thing. It's got to grab the attention, but not just of anyone. It needs to grab the attention of the person you want to serve. So lots of times the graphics is what gets them. I'm going to let you know that the best thing that you could do tonight, tonight, is create a beautiful high definition PNG format. Don't format it as a JPEG because the pixels aren't as clear. It won't look as nice. Create a beautiful high definition graphic. Format it in a PNG. That's the very, very first start of traffic driving because a magnet is attracting. And what's attracting is the beauty, not the value, not the value. Initially, it's the beauty. They see that picture and they go, wow. I mean, it's head turning. They go, pop. Oh, I got to look at that. And, you know, you, you see all these other posts coming on the feed and they're drab and colorless and fuzzy. And then all of a sudden, boom, there's your magnet high definition PNG format graphic. You're going to get views guaranteed. You're going to get views. And when I put it up on Instagram, I don't even put copy on. I just put maybe five or six hashtags of the people I want it to go to. And the link in the bio, because everybody knows Instagram is link in bio. Okay. And boom, they just go there. They just opt in. Boom. They pick up the stuff. Okay. The reason why they picked it up is because you made it easy for them. You made it easy for that viewer to recognize that this link, this download is for them. Okay, so again, very important points. And you know, I work almost always with PNG files as well. Now, some programs will not let you upload PNGs and you have to change the uh, size of them, but because PNG does obviously take more memory. But um, I think that the main point I want to make about this is that uh, you want to attract their attention. You want to attract the attention of the ideal client and that you can do that with these visuals. Now, I'm going to push you a little further, however, because you know what I feel about video and live streaming, <laughs> despite all the technological factors that go into them. Uh, how important is video in driving traffic to your offer or what you call your magnet? Creating an actual live moving video as in an MP4 format is actually the 
absolute optimal piece of content marketing that you can produce. There's three reasons why, okay? Number one, the platforms for social media like Facebook or LinkedIn prefers uh, distributing short, not super, super long, short, like less than five minutes video content. So the algorithm for the platform is going to distribute your live video just automatically because it wants it. It's like a hungry dragon that wants to eat as many movies as it can possibly get. So any video of, of, of moderate quality or better is going to get views. Okay. Now, every time you improve the quality of your video production and you use a professional video producer like Virginia, or you use software editing programs, you invest money in a very high definition webcam, fancy microphone, this stuff is gonna come back to you so fast. I mean, you're gonna pay off the cost of your video content marketing production faster faster than anything else. More people are going to watch videos because they like it. They like it. Now, you're going to find that your viewers like to pick up various things. Some people market to uh, a very intellectual crowd, and they just like to get books and videos and stuff like that, like mad. So you'll get a feeling for what style and what type of stuff these guys want to consume. But I'm going to tell you right now, the first place, the first place to start on organic marketing without paying for any advertising is to put up your own videos. And if you need help, don't hesitate to hire someone. Believe me, you'll get the money back so fast. Well, that's always part of the investment for sure because, you know, I, I always say to people, be sure that when you're doing video, don't, first of all, you don't have to be the one in front of the camera to start with. You can have really great video made. I do enjoy making video for people and it can still be very attractive and it can be informative and it can drive traffic for you and you don't even have to be out in front of the video. However, the sooner you can get yourself out in front of the camera so that your ideal client can connect with you as the person that they may want to be hiring for solving some problem or upgrading their business, the faster you're going to attract really loyal clients. Would you agree with that? Virginia, you are making such an excellent point, okay? I'm building a relationship with the people who are watching right now, okay? They watch me and they see me. They know more about me than I know about them. When you produce a piece of video content of yourself, of yourself, not a slideshow or a cartoon, of yourself, uh, remember 
This gives the person the opportunity to bond with you. There is no other format of content marketing that can allow that to happen. Only you getting up and speaking in front of a camera gets that neurolinguistic programming for the other person on the other side to start to bond with you. They don't feel like you're a stranger. Nobody wants to give money to a stranger. They feel familiar with you in a way that no other form of content can produce. Boom, pack my bag moment right there. Nobody wants to give money to a stranger. That's just so succinct. That's really it. That's You've got to get yourself out there in multiple ways and do it in a way that is authentic for you. So you don't have to do a big production like I do. You don't have to make it complicated, but you do need to get yourself out there and be yourself and you will draw to yourself the people who are going to connect with you the best. So, yep, pack your bag moment there. <laughs> All right. So I am going to put up for everyone to see your special gift. And it's a great example of um, beautiful graphics. Now, maybe not my, not what I'm going to show you, which is going to send you to your gift. That's very simple graphic. But, but uh, Alexia's graphics for her gift basket are amazing. So I'm going to put this up on the screen. Alexia, and I want to tell people where to get it, so I'm going to do that. But while I'm doing it, you talk over the screen and tell them what it's all about. All right. I've done my market research. I've spoken with a lot of health coaches and business coaches to find out the 12 topics that are the most important for them, the most important for you to get moving forward on your next step. And also to create this landing page is an example of a high converting magnet. People opt into this magnet easily 90%. I mean, nobody goes to this landing page essentially and doesn't hit a download button in exchange for their name and email because it's too tantalizing. It is just, it's like ending up in a candy store, a little kid. I mean, it just got to hit that button. Okay. So there's that compelling and motivating factor. The 12 topics are on there are specifically meant to get you moving forward towards your next sale. All right, and they're super easy to utilize. And I'm very happy to do a follow-up call with anyone who needs assistance applying the template or the download. I love it. I love it. I was just posting. I was just posting on Facebook and posting on um, YouTube, letting people know where to go get the gift. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. You can also go to the site, which is shinetips.com forward slash live, where you'll be able to watch this in replay as well as pick up the gift there. So we've got a few places for you to go. But again, if you're listening, it's hmtips.com forward slash Alexia gift will get you to her entire gift 
basket, her entire gift basket, and then you get to choose which ones resonate with you right now. And they're, they, I've, I haven't even had time to open all of them, Alexia, but they look wonderful. And the few that I have open, great templates and um, wonderful tips that, again, you can take action on, and that's the important thing. For me to do this show and to bring you these wonderful guests with their life experiences, I really do hope that you pick up just one tidbit and take action on it today. And I'd love to hear from you. What is one of the pack your bag moments that you had today listening Thanks to Alexia so much for- that you're going to go out and take action on? That would be great to hear from you. Um, for those of you who are watching this in replay, please say hi to us as well and type in the comments section because we will be following up with you and answering any questions that might come up after the show is finished broadcasting. So, Alexia, do you have any last words you'd like to share with our viewers on overcoming adversity as a female entrepreneur? Yes. Remember, perseverance and believe in yourself. You have been given a gift. Your service is a gift to the world at large. Don't let a bank or an upset family member slow you down, okay? Utilize the tools in the community. Virginia is here for you. I am here for you. We are building relationships with other women entrepreneurs because we want to be holding each other up so we all rise together. Beautiful. Thank you for those final words and thoughts. I want to thank you, Alexia, for being here today. I want to thank all of you who have taken the time to join us again, whether live or in replay. We appreciate you. We hope we've brought value to you. And I'm going to send you off with a little, what I call outro for the show, that will give you a little more information about the show. And then we will be signing off. And we look forward to seeing you all on the next Inspirational Businesswoman Show. Bye-bye now. Thanks so much for watching today. Do you know someone who would be a great guest for our show? Or would you like to be a guest on the Inspirational Businesswoman Show? Let's shine the spotlight on your expertise. We'll share your story while offering tips, strategies, and advice to our viewers. Expert interviews are a great way to build your reputation as the go-to expert. Go to shinetips.com forward slash IBWS to apply today. Women are waiting for your message, and I can't wait to interview you.